Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled kids. And next, a word from our sponsors. Our next Reddit post is from Ghost Rexum. This story was cross-posted to entitled kids from r slash am I the butthole. Am I the butthole for telling my adopted sister to go back to her true family? I know how the title sounds, but if you're not willing to read the full post before commenting, then don't comment at all. Your perspective about this situation might change. Being the only child in the family was awesome. I got to have my own room, friends, iPad, etc., which I'm now obligated to share with my so-called sister. Yeah, even friends. They adopted her one year ago for a reason I till now fail to understand, but I strongly believe it's because I was not good enough for them. I'm really hurt because they never ever asked me if I wanted another sibling. I just had to accept the fact that I suddenly have a younger sister and should now share everything I have with her and treat her as part of the family. How am I supposed to do that? I can't just start feeling close to her. And the fact that I'm forced to involve her in all my plans infuriates me and makes me hate her even more. Today, my friends and I decided to challenge ourselves to stay awake all day by doing many different sorts of things that would keep us from getting bored. Obviously, since we share the same room, my sister heard this and told me she would like to join the activity. I was honestly hoping I could finally do something without her, but of course, she had to ruin it. I told her no, and she said she's going to tell my parents about it. I then got mad and told her to get the F out of my house and go back to her biological family. Excuse my language. Her voice then changed, and she told me she doesn't know where they are, but I told her to shut the F up. Again, excuse my language. And not get emotional with me because I really had it with her. She left the room, and I started crying because of how stressed she makes me, but realized I should wipe my tears fast because my parents can't see me like this. Otherwise, they'll believe my adopted sister's words, and I'll get punished for it. She obviously told them, but I denied what I said. I normally don't lie, so they believe my words and are now talking to her, obviously without being harsh, and will still not punish her because God forbid they treat my adopted sister wrongly. Am I the butthole for the way I acted? So when I started reading this post and OP said, don't judge too quickly based on the title because your perspective might change, I was thinking, well, okay, maybe OP isn't the entitled kid here. Maybe it's the sister who's the entitled kid. But then, the further I read, the worse it got. OP, you are absolutely the butthole here. Five out of five buttholes for you. I realize that you're basically a child, so you don't really understand the consequences of your actions, but for real. Your sister literally didn't have a family, and she's just trying to find someone to connect to. And it sounds like you're blaming your sister for the actions of your parents, which is completely unfair. Review. One star. Give us a break. There's a literal pandemic going on, and I get that we need this to pass, but why? Why do kids even have to suffer at home? Because I can tell you personally that kids find home to be the only place they can relieve stress. Y'all don't care at all. You just want a good life when you get older. You say you prepare us for the future, but in the past 150 years, nothing's changed. So, on a regular school day, we'll wake up at 6 to 7 a.m. in the morning and get ready for school, right? We walk to school and get to homeroom, okay. Then, after we get to homeroom, we go to our first class and we check in and get started. And we do that for 6 to 7 hours of our day, learning something we most likely won't need. And then we get done with school, then we go home and get homework done and go to sleep. 
But now you're telling us to do all that in our house? Like, how would you like it if I came in your home and told you to do all this or else you would die? Because that's how we feel most of the time. And studies show that kids today had the same amount of stress as a person in an insane asylum in the 90s. If this kid is struggling this much just because he has to take classes at home, just wait until he hits 18 and has to get a real job. Our next Reddit post is from Tapakas Fubar. Me and my friend were chilling in Counter-Strike, having fun, about what you'd expect from a video game. The next morning, I invited my friend over Steam to come play with me because I'm bored. He doesn't join, so I send him a text message on Discord. He replies, So, my stupid brother installed hacks on his PC and got VAC banned. That's the Steam anti-cheat. How did you get banned too? He went in my room while I was taking a shower. I had a download on, so I left my PC unlocked. He installed cheats and got me banned. It turns out that Entitled Kid also bought an impressive amount of in-game cosmetics for Counter-Strike GO the day prior to the ban, valued at over $1,000. But here's the catch. He used his parents' credit card to buy these items. These items can usually be sold for real or steam currency afterwards, but if he has a ban, the items are locked forever. I don't think his parents have a notification system for the credit card, so that's how he slipped it through. The same day, Entitled Kid bought another Steam account, where he paid another 20 bucks for the game with his parents' credit card, and got banned again. I don't know what he was thinking, but he seems to enjoy burning money. Just a reminder, he's 13. That's the age where me and my friend got our first summer job. I still don't know what his parents will do when their monthly bill comes back, but I'm pretty excited for what he gets. He totally deserves it. Our next Reddit post is from Yihan. I have a lot of entitled kids stories as my parents' friends gave birth to some of the most bratty kids I've ever met. I might post more on here later. It happened two months ago at my mom's birthday. She invited some of her friends to come and celebrate with her. One of her friends brought her two sons, her 14-year-old creepy son and her 6-year-old entitled kid. Entitled Kid was spoiled hard as he was born with a cleft lip and had to go through multiple surgeries since he was a baby. So his parents decided to not discipline him and give him whatever he wants. Entitled Kid came in the door screaming, asking where my cat is because he was very excited as our family at the time had just adopted a three-month-old kitten which we named Charcoal. Charcoal is extremely shy and easily scared. He also hates crowded places. So, Entitled Kid's movement scared the stuffing out of him. I brought him into my room so he could get away from all the shenanigans that was happening in the living room. I was just watching YouTube and occasionally checking on Charcoal who was hiding under my bed, still shaken by Entitled Kid. I didn't expect Creepy Kid and Entitled Kid barging into my room without even knocking. I was extremely uncomfortable as I physically resent Creepy Kid. I had problems with him inappropriately touching me when our parents left us alone together a year ago. I was also angry that my privacy was violated. Back to the story. Creepy Kid sat uncomfortably close to me on my bed showing me a PUBG gameplay video, while Entitled Kid went under my bed to terrorize my cat. I was pretty anxious since Entitled Kid was notorious for being rough with animals. My anxiety was right. I heard a loud scream and I turned around seeing Entitled Kid dragging Charcoal by his tail, pulling my poor baby towards him. I freaked out and pulled them apart. I was holding back my tears. I held in my urge to scream at him as I'd probably be grounded if I'd done so. 
Our family's discouraged from being rude to guests. I don't know if it's an Asian thing or if it's just my mom. At this point, Entitled Kid's mom heard the commotion and came to my room to check on us. I explained the situation to her and she dragged Creepy Kid and Entitled Kid out of my room without saying anything. But not without Entitled Kid throwing a huge tantrum, crying, rolling around, all that jazz. Charcoal was curled up into a ball and it broke my heart. I texted my friend, asking her what should I do to stop them from coming into my room. We don't have locks. She said that I should block my door with a chair, so I did. Somehow, Entitled Kid still managed to open it. He asked if he could still pet Charcoal after he stopped hiding under my bed. I told him I'll try, but I was lying to him. I'm not letting that little turd touch anything I own at this point. The birthday dinner was fine. Entitled Kid threw a few tantrums while we were bringing in the cake because he wanted to blow out the candles and get the first piece. At this point, I'm just going to tie my tubes and refrain from seeing any kids again. Man, I definitely sympathize with the parents wanting to spoil their kid because of all those surgeries early in life, but by the sound of things, they're doing way more harm than good. They need to start disciplining that child, or by the time he becomes an adult, he's going to become a raging narcissist. Our next Reddit post is from Wolf. This happened in the summer vacation of 2019. Entitled Kid was a brat. One time, he came to a birthday party uninvited and ruined the party and destroyed the cake because no one was talking to him. He would cry if he didn't get chocolates, and he would steal and a lot of other stuff. Me and my friend were hanging out, roaming around the neighborhood, doing the usual stuff. Then, we thought, why not go to the park because it's been four to five years since we last went. Me and my friend have good memories there, so we both decided we should go. I live in a town where there's only one park, if anyone's wondering. Me and friend are in the park, and as we're about to go down the slide, I felt a hand touching my shoulder. Here comes Entitled Kid. Hey, can you give me your phone for a second? Um, my friend says. Why? I need to call my mom. It'll only take two minutes. Sure. We knew that Entitled Kid is a brat and he tried to steal things, but we thought maybe he really needs to call his mom. A dumb mistake, I know. As soon as I gave him my phone, he ran. He was a bit overweight, so it wasn't hard to catch him. We were mad, so we were cussing him while running. You don't deserve it. It won't mean anything to you. You're rich. I'm not rich. When he realized saying this wasn't working, he said, My mother has cancer. I'll sell your phone to help her. Please leave me alone. My friend says, I know your mother doesn't have cancer, you little turd. Entitled Kid's mother didn't have cancer, and when Entitled Kid got tired and slowed down, my friend jumped and slammed him down. We weren't trying to hurt him, but he was trying to hurt us. He punched my friend in the face and kicked me in the gut. We both fell down. He started to run, but then realized my phone dropped and came back to get it. A dumb move. I got on my feet and I was pretty angry, so I kicked him in the gut as hard as I could. He was screaming in pain. I'm sorry, please, please don't hurt me. As I was about to punch him, my friend stopped me. I calmed down and asked Entitled Kid, does your mom have cancer? Yes, yes, I swear. No, his mother is my mother's best friend. I would have known if she had cancer. The Entitled Kid starts to tear up. I'm sorry. Never do it again or I'll tell your parents. As soon as I got up, he ran. We also left after this. He's still entitled, but he respects me and my friend now. Our next Reddit post is from Nickname Sucks Ata. My cousin Sherry was in her early 20s when she suddenly passed away nine years ago. Her parents and brother were heartbroken, and it took a tremendous effort on their part to keep it together when it came to planning her funeral. 
They decided to have an open casket for her wake and invited her friends and family to place mementos in her coffin. I don't remember everything that was put in, but I know it included things like sheet music, she was a pianist, photographs, a copy of Twilight, and her iPod. I wanted to include something from a trip we had gone on together when we were kids, but I'd forgotten it at home, so I doubled back to get it. When I returned, my brother and I walked up to Sherry's casket to put an arcade token in with her. As we looked down at our cousin for the last time, we noticed something was missing. Hey, Aunt Sheila said that they were going to bury Sherry with her iPod, right? My brother said, yeah. Do you think they changed their mind? I don't know. Do you think we should ask? So when we asked Sherry's dad, or Uncle Terry, if they decided not to bury her iPod with her, he gave us this look of, what are you talking about? That was when we walked up to the casket and all the color drained from his face, followed by an indescribable wave of emotion, as if he didn't know how best to respond to the brazen act that just took place. He flagged our aunt down, and a few minutes later, they made an announcement to everyone assembled in the funeral home. Whoever stolen Sherry's iPod, please put it back in the coffin. What followed next was likely one of the biggest uproars anyone has ever witnessed to take place at a wake. It was already scummy enough to steal from the dead, but at their own funeral, that was just plain despicable. And to see the mother of the deceased break down while pleading for the return of her daughter's things made it even worse. Several family members and Sherry's friends were put in charge of finding the iPod while someone took Aunt Sheila home. We nearly tore apart the dang place and searched the guests as they were leaving, but the iPod was nowhere to be found. That was when this couple came in, one of them tugging a pissed off looking boy of around 8 or 9 by the hand. Uncle Terry instantly recognized who they were and came up to them. The couple, as it turned out, were from the same church Sherry's family attended. They were here earlier to pay their respects and left when the theft was discovered. When they got home, the mom noticed her son was listening to something stashed in his jacket pocket. She made him turn it over and she realized it was a bright blue iPod. Their son had wanted an iPod for a long time, but his parents refused to buy it for him because he never took good care of his stuff. They didn't want to spend hundreds of dollars on something he was going to break within days. So when he noticed that Sherry had the same make and model of iPod he wanted, he decided to steal it from her cold, dead hand. Thankfully, my uncle was able to prove it was hers because of the music stored on it. It was all stuff she loved, piano compositions, a ton of stuff like Paramore, Lady Gaga, A Fine Frenzy, and Rihanna, and the Twilight soundtrack. The kid just said, I don't know, when he was asked what was on the iPad and what he was listening to on the drive home. Anyway, it would be a few months until I saw my aunt and uncle again. And when we did, I asked Uncle Terry whatever happened to the kid. He said that last he heard, he was grounded for the rest of the year. <laughs> my cousin's funeral was in January. Honestly, being grounded for a year was getting off easy. For stealing from the dead, this kid needs to go to like boarding school or something. Post it to r slash teenagers. Is this bad? Every time I come across someone talking about their depression or anxiety, I start to comfort them and say things that'll make them feel better. Eventually, I end off with, only you can fix it. Everything comes with hard work. And then, right at the end, I completely flip the script and say, Except I know you won't because you're weak and you'll never get there. I know you won't. It usually causes a shocked reaction that gives me a good chuckle, but I don't really want to seriously hurt anyone. Although, a lot of people start to cry a little, so I feel just a tiny bit bad. People tell me it's a sick hobby, but I don't really see the issue. It's just a fun hobby that's slightly morally questionable. And it turns out this guy deleted his account from the backlash of this post. 
So it looks like this entitled kid can dish out the punishment, but he cannot handle it. That was r slash entitled kids. And if you like this podcast, then follow me because I put out new Reddit podcasts every single day.